0: How you? Hope you're fine. This is the you Ten,
1: nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three.
2: Good luck to you, everybody. Oh, it's the there's going to be some drama ahead. All I wanted was a pie.
0: And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over.
2: He's ready to record. I see your mental
1: condition is improving. Is it metaphorical? Is it? Is it deep? Is it deep? The
0: he's not all that shy, he's
1: right. Gee! me Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast.
0: Hello, Excellent.
2: Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Charlotte Podcast with me, Paul the Shayeti. How are you doing? Oh, I'm all right. So what's this episode going to be about? Well, we've got two guests for you this episode and one of them you've not heard before unless you happen to have seen his YouTube videos, and the other um, is um, a podcaster in his own right and uh, has been on this show many times. I won't tell you who the new guest is, but you'll hear him first. Um, But our returning guest is Martin Holmes. Now, we're not discussing music this time. We're going to be grumbling instead. Yes, we've got a book full of subjects that are worthy of grumbling about um, yeah, so we're, we're going we're gonna to tackle some of those subjects. So let's run the theme music. When we come back, we'll, um, well, we'll introduce you to our mystery guest first. Run that theme music.
0: Darling, it's the Shy Life podcast. <laughs> yes, but it's a positive thing, The High Life, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. I don't know, I'll, I'll
1: go anywhere for a potato. Delicious! Hello, captors. How are you? You quite like a big bang,
0: don't no. you, Paul? <laughs> go shy yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. Do you think he has? I love the yeti's ass. It's my favourite thing. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I am strangely drawn to Yeti and John's ankles as well. <laughs> I could eat more body weight in
2: crisps, you know, <laughs> every day. Yes, Has anyone seen my hot sausage? It's all green, and it? Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I
0: can't wait. I can't
2: wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life
0: Podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Look, mommy, I'm famous.
0: <laughs> Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul.
2: Cool. Hi there. Stevie's staying here for... The moment. Okay, no problem. <laughs> he may ask you questions, so uh okay, okay, I'm ready. Do you know about cat? Do you know cat language? <laughs> we can get a translation. No, I don't know I'm, I'm I don't better know. at dog. Oh, <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: I don't know cat language. I just make it up, don't I? Mm? how would you like to be introduced on the show?
3: Up to you. I can be as Mateusz. I can be as Dark Grizzly. Whatever.
2: Yeah. Um, well, you you should um you you should tell us about your your YouTube site um, before we st- before we start. Um, how long have you been doing it, and what does it involve?
3: Uh, so I'm doing a Polish channel uh, on YouTube for over a year. I had in, uh, on, on the beginning of the August, I have a first anniversary and I'm making a movies uh, about uh, video games, board games, uh, anime, some TV series. Uh, lately, mostly about Power Rangers. And mm-hmm. I also started my English channel... Like two months ago, and I'm translating a Polish videos to English and l- like re uploading re- them in English, but they are only two movies so far.
2: Yeah, well, it's it's, uh, it's good to have because um, I can't remember do do your Polish videos have subtitles or for 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 uh, for non- polish speakers, or was that why you're doing them um translating them? No, they don't have any subtitles. That's why
3: I created yeah. a second uh, mm-hmm. channel, because uh, I'm not good with uh, making subtitles on YouTube. It's pretty complicated and it's hard to yeah. have actual timing. Uh, they creating automatic, uh, automatically uh, subtitles in Polish for me, but uh, mm-hmm. with my Lisp, uh, they are not too accurate, and sometimes they don't have sense, so yeah. I can't translate them
2: yeah yeah i've seen i've seen youtube um automatic subtitles on on other people's videos and sometimes it's it, it gets it very badly wrong um, Yeah. But, uh, yeah yeah the best you your own. um <clears throat> so um i suppose we should what should we talk about first um tv wise or film wise um, You sort of mentioned Power Rangers, but what is that? Is that a favorite show, your favorite show of all time, or what is it that you enjoy watching? Uh,
3: It's like it was a first uh, TV series I was watching as a kid, uh, which wasn't uh, animated, it was with real people, there were superheroes, so I was just glued to TV uh, every Saturday morning, and I was watching and uh, imagining I'm one of them, Uh, and four years I was watching every new series that was out in Polish channels and it's a bit of nostalgic, it's somehow it's uh, my favourite show and uh, the first season of them was released in the year I w- was born, so some connection.
2: Yeah, Um. how many, because some of those shows that sort of come over, um, like maybe... They might have shown some episodes in the UK, but I, I wouldn't be sure whether they showed every single episode. Do, how, how, do you know how 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 many episodes they made? Do they make a lot, um, or do they only make a few that get repeated a lot? Or
3: now it's hard to say. I have to check, but I know the first fifteen seasons have oh awesome. uh, yeah uh, around uh 30 to 50 episodes uh, per okay. season uh, latest have uh, around 20 to 25 episodes mm. so now it's be I guess over a thousand
2: yeah yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah because uh, this year is a 30 anniversary of it and uh, the 30 season is supposed to be the last in uh, the current universum and they want to reboot it and make mm-hmm. it more adulty series for uh, yeah. older audiences. Most of the fans is now around 30, 40 years old. Mm-hmm.
2: What's the original language? The the uh, Japanese originally or
3: uh, no? Uh, I mean yes, but no uh, <laughs>
2: yeah. because
3: uh, Power Rangers is uh, a American series. But it's okay. based on a Japanese Super Sentai. Uh, uh, yeah. And uh, it's like the American Power Rangers are created like uh, they have American actors playing the Power Rangers.
2: Okay, sure. But
3: yeah. the footage of actors uh, without transformation is uh, original American uh, footages. But mm. the Power Rangers fights, uh, Megazords, other robots, monsters fights are mostly Japanese footage.
2: Yeah I thought it was something a bit mixed like that um, which makes it quite confusing because I'm sure there are cartoon series that we saw when I was a kid like Battle of the Planets and um, a a number of shows that were made from like Japanese cartoon series but then had other bits inserted and it was very and that was just cartoon let let alone um, actual sort of live action but uh yeah uh, yeah yeah, it's i've got the sort of brain that if i started to look into it i would i I would never come out again probably because uh, because i like facts and figures i like facts and figures about shows i don't even know anything about and that's where i start to kind of get pulled into the uh the, the 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 warp of um uh being interested um so presumably the cast check do, do, do the cut does the cast has changed a lot over the years if it's gone on for that long um, is, is it do people characters come and go or but um, I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, so cast was changed uh, like every season or two. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, it was like uh, the first. Five seasons from nineties was uh, strictly connected to, to each other. Yeah. Uh, it was like Zordon era. With uh, first um, Zordon was the first mentor for Rangers. He uh, originated the first team. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they switched the costumes, but there the was still the same cast. Then another costumes, uh, and in fourth in fourth season uh, they changed the cast, but it was. Uh, still like uh, in the one line of the uh, plot mm. uh, and uh, in space season which is supposed to be uh, the last one ever okay. because uh, uh, previous uh, season was uh, pretty weak and uh, reception was very bad, fandom was very angry about it so mm. in space uh, still had uh, cast connections to the original rangers but mm. it was like the last season uh, strictly connected to each others. rest is uh, pr- pretty loosely connected and mostly it's like you get uh, one on or two episodes when a previous team comes to help the current team but uh, sometimes you don't even sure if it's happening in the same world the same uh, ages, the same universe so it's
2: pretty messy universe now. Yeah it's, it's obviously a much bigger it's such a bit of a- big franchise much more than i realized but but i mean i i remember my my brother's eight years younger than me i don't know whether he was into power rangers um my my brother was born in 82 and i wonder whether Uh uh, i wonder whether um he watched it when it did it's it's sort of start in the early 90s was it Uh,
3: yeah it started in 93 so it it might be
2: possible Yeah. yeah he could have done Um, but I do remember sort of, um, younger, like visiting a, visiting a friend whose child was about five, say, uh, in the mid nineties. And he was very, he was very into it. Um, because he, he had a, um, he had a very strong accent which you won't know but it just sounded really weird when he said go go power rangers in <laughs> his accent because it, okay it, did, it didn't sound very heroic it sounded like a farmer saying go go power rangers <laughs> okay <laughs> um, but other than that I, I i guess i i was i was at university by then so i was sort of aware of the characters but i certainly didn't realize that um there was so much to it but i like that sort of thing because i like when there's lots of things to explore I can never quite understand when people just like shows that are perhaps six episodes long and they dedicate their life to this show and you think, there's so little to watch. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, I I felt like that about Star Wars back in the day, because for years, all there was of Star Wars was three movies. And I was a Doctor Who fan where there was loads of stuff, loads of episodes. And I, I thought, well, Star, Star Wars is all very well, but you we not get bored of it quite quickly with only three films. Um, and of course, eventually things started to. Now, lots of things, but I, I, I never quite understand how you could dedicate yourself to just a couple of films. Or you know, uh, when, when I was the age when all my friends were very interested, uh, uh, I was doctor who's got Farm. there's loads more episodes of doctor who i should watch that instead i don't think i was very impressed by special effects when i was little i think a lot of people like star wars because of like special effects and i was like eh, i don't i don't really notice that oh <laughs> i want i want um i what i what i liked was cliffhangers and doctor yeah. who always yeah. had cliffhangers at the end of the episodes in the old certainly in the old series i think that one of the things that dragged me in was like, i wait till next time.
3: Well, Star Wars is a bit uh, specific fandom because, yes, there was only three movies, but there was a lot of books extending the universe. So they are pretty unique on that matter because they even started uh, like universes where they are extended by books because Mm. before Star Wars, I'm not sure if there was anything that would have books extending their
2: universe a uh, doctor who had novels of but they only at the time they only had novels of existing stories because sometimes the stories going because going as they went back to the 60s the bbc hadn't kept all the episodes so that they were represented by novels of the missing stories and and you could at one stage buy every single Doctor Who story up from 1963 to 1989 as a as a novel um but then but it sounds like star wars and, and Star Trek probably got there before Doctor Who, as far as writing unique Doctor Who novels, most um, unique novels on the on the franchises, because the, re- the, the thing that kept Doctor Who going between 1989 and, well, it did, did come back briefly in 96, and then it took until 2004 to come back. There was a lot of novels written in that period, and there was still a Doctor Who magazine produced every month, and then eventually there were audio dramas, but it was all happening, probably below the radar of the general public um the fans knew about it but if you spoke to somebody on the street who didn't know about Doctor Who they'd just say well that finished years ago but it it never totally stopped and I guess Star Wars never totally stopped and Star Trek never totally stopped Um, and probably lots of other series but uh, um and then of course you get to the stage where the fans of shows like that become old enough or maybe get into the business and then can then take sort of I mean all the people involved in Doctor Who these days or certainly the senior people are people who were big fans of the show and uh, just became well-known TV producers or um, or writers um, or actors. Um, I mean it's a rare rare thing that David Tennant who was like the second Doctor who after it came back He's a massive Doctor Who fan, so, yeah. so it's kind of, kind of weird, weird. He was sort of known as a fan in fan circles, um, and then yeah, suddenly he's playing. But actually, quite a, I think quite a few, at least one or two of the Doctors who play, who have um, been the Doctor in the 21st century, were people who liked Doctor Who. Um, so it's it's kind of it's also pretty cool to get to finally play the character. That, uh, that you perhaps were playing when you were at the school or whatever. Uh, but uh, so other than Power Rangers, what what other franchises are you really into? I, I know you also, um, forgive me if I get the wrong name, but the, the, the Funko Doll, well, not uh, Doll, Funko Pops, yeah, I have yes. them
3: a lot. Uh, I always was thinking they are pretty ugly because of their big heads and uh, <laughs> pretty squarish heads. But there was uh, one Funko I saw in a shop, and I thought, okay, if I ever buy one, it's gonna be my first. And I bought that that one. Uh, It was pretty messy because I ordered it from Amazon, uh, as uh, it was uh, pretty expensive at that time in uh, Polish shops. So I took it from Amazon. And I received Spider-Man instead, when I, mm. I'm i not a big fan of Spider-Man. Uh, mm. So I tried to uh, uh, get a refund and uh, resend them this uh, Funko. but they said, okay, but uh, the seller is uh, someone from outside, the seller changed the price to higher price, and uh, I should buy now for higher price, so it was uh, pointless, so I just ordered from mm. Polish shop. But now I have around <coughs> 70 of them and more to come.
2: <laughs> yeah. Do you keep them in their boxes or do you take them out? I can't remember from your your, your videos. No,
3: they are outside. Uh, most of them yeah. is outside. I, at the beginning, I was keeping them inside. I just opened it once, uh, took off, watched, mm. touched. Okay, okay. I put it back. No one's gonna mm. know I ever take them off but now I, uh, they are pretty much displayed on the, my yeah.
2: shelf. That's the trouble, you, you buy things and you're just buying them and they're in a box and you can't really get to enjoy I know that's some people do it because it's kind of an investment, and but it, you can't enjoy them in the same way as if they. it's just nice to have them displayed. And the poor, the poor little Funko Pops, they're, they're inside the box, they can't breathe properly, how can yeah. they get hot? <laughs> you, yeah, you have okay. to feed them each day, every of course. <laughs> yeah,
3: they get their the duff, that's their food.
2: Yeah, I have. Um, I told you offline before. I have uh, Lucille Ball from I Love Lucy from the nineteen fifties because um, I I can't remember what. Well, I was doing a review of some episodes of I Love Lucy for another for a friend's podcast, um, and I thought it looked quite cool how they because some some of the dolls look less like the they're, they're the people they're supposed to be than others some some look very and some it's like um or perhaps they're not really that famous if you, if you didn't know like i don't know if they did Funko Pops of Kiss say if you didn't know the band Kiss you would you might not recognize who these people were or that or even i was telling you i was considering buying one of Duran Duran if you if you weren't familiar with the people from Duran Duran from the 80s you probably be all well, who's that and who's that i i think i have um michael myers uh he might still be in his box but that's because he's dangerous and can't be let out because <laughs> yeah. he might go around killing my teddy bear and things. oh uh, my poor teddy bears probably have—they've uh, probably got a, a life of their own, which I don't know about where this horrible man is stalking them at night. But
3: yeah, it's better keep him uh, keep him in jail. Yeah, it's definitely. <clears throat> uh, uh,
2: Lucille Ball is safe. I don't think she does that sort of thing. I yeah, she just does funny things. But uh, yeah, it's one of those things where I could I could see myself collecting uh, more and more. I, if I if I had the space or if I lived by myself, I probably would have a lot more. Uh, I, I used to be really into, well, no, I, I still am into Converse trainers, but I went through a stage of visiting America quite a lot. Not that you can't get them over here, but every time I went to America, I came back with pairs. And when I was doing my poetry, like Open Mic, or I did my own shows, I'd be trying to find interesting Converse that I could... Trouble um, is, I have quite big feet, and the bigger the feet, the less variety of of interesting Converse there are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It seems to be like... If if you have size twelve or thirteen feet, they just think, um, oh well, you won't want you won't want exciting shoes. You will just want very boring colours. Uh, which is, is not fair really, because you, you know, people with big feet like to have fun shoes, don't they, Daws? Daws isn't sure. Deals doesn't have big feet, um, but um, yeah, they're not, they're they're cool things to have, and they keep. I'm sure they've got Doctor Who ones as well. It's, it's 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 a slippery slope though once you start buying them.
3: <laughs> yeah but, I still but... if you have boxes to allow my phone call because someday maybe I'm gonna need to sell them uh, yeah with boxes they are still have higher value than without
2: yeah if I remember rightly those boxes kind of fold up don't they so you can you can you can keep the box you can keep the boxes uh-huh. and put them back in there if you ever had to I suppose. yeah but
3: you have still a plastic case inside to put the fun uh-huh. so i uh, yes, c- keep yeah. them as a background from punk- for Funko. yeah uh, if i yep. don't have a manga on the shelf there is a Funko box yeah
2: yeah um so other than the other than what we've discussed what are what other franchises i know i know you like anime yeah. um tell, tell, tell me a bit about your favorites and and uh, um on, on that on that area my favorites
3: it was uh, one anime i was watching as a kid uh, in a polish station uh it was a uh, fun times because it was like uh, German channel uh, in a Poland from German uh, it was in Polish mm. but most of uh, anime aired uh, on this channel was uh, first uh, imported from Japan to America then from America uh, they were c- censored in America uh, by of by French people censored again by French and then land in Poland totally cut off changed names, uh, like uh, Battle of the Planet. Uh, mm. I was watching it a bit later, but uh, our version is, uh, was uh, much more smaller than original Battle of the Planet, which still was, uh, I'm not sure, it has maybe 100 episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Japanese had hundreds of episodes. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite anime from that time was uh, called Magic Knight Riyard. Uh It was about three girls from Tokyo schools. They didn't know each other and they landed in mystical uh, world where they had to rescue the princess. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pr- pretty easy plot, but I fell in love.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah I don't think I've heard of that one um yeah i i um i guess um do you count studio Ghibli films as being anime or or is that a different subsection uh, i i know you you said that that's not really your your area but i wasn't when you said to me had i did I like anime i wasn't a hundred percent sure what of what I'd seen counted as anime or 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 um yeah what what covered that sort of uh no. anime.
3: They are anime uh, mm. and pretty much classic. So I mm. would b- burn on stake if someone uh, gonna <laughs> know that I didn't watch any of them. But I want <laughs> to catch up. So yeah, there's still time. There's still I, I'm time. pretty safe, I guess. Yeah. maybe.
2: There's still time. Yeah.
3: Um, Each hand for me.
2: Yeah. Um, I I I enjoy the I enjoy them. I I go back to one of one or two of them, but. Uh, um, yeah i don't don't watch as much animation as um as perhaps i used to um and even even sort of american animation like the simpsons or family guy or um um uh, south park yeah futurama i like i um is that your favorite dear favorite is futurama apparently he looked he looked (laughs) (laughs)
0: um
2: yeah, I used to like them. I I even though I said earlier that I like shows with lots of episodes, I think I I guess because I do my own things as well, there's only so there's only so many hours in the day it's difficult to Yeah. You know, there there's so many episodes of The Simpsons and I'm sure there are lots of really good ones I've never seen. But I I I'm always I guess I feel like I've seen enough episodes to know I like it, but I, I don't necessarily need to see anymore at this at this this moment um uh, because i do get involved with shows that have lots of episodes you can only choose one or two of them at a time
3: yeah exactly i was watching family Guy for years and i at some point i just stopped and never backed down to them
0: Mm
2: -hmm. i went to see the south park movie about three times at the cinema when that was new um yeah i i really i really really like south park and i i liked um I like Family Guy. Is it Family Guy that got axed after three or four seasons? I liked it when it was struggling at the start. And oh. then, and I think I felt like they either had to do more to, or they just thought, well, we might get, we're going to get axed probably. We'll just do whatever we like. And then when they came back and they were safe, uh, now they're kind of, yeah, it's, it's, they don't feel. That they're pressured to come. They know they're safe now. It's not quite the same, but um, yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I didn't even realise that Futurama had come back again. Um, I I there's a few shows like uh, Rick and Morty. Is that what, the right name? I I've, Yeah, yeah, Rick and Morty. Yeah, I, I've seen the odd season of that. Um, and there was a stage where I think a friend of mine has shown me quite a lot of episodes on streaming but for some reason the most recent series wasn't available on 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 streaming at that stage so i bought the dvd of it and brought it round to show him um so i watched the whole of that that season um, but um yeah i i i, I do enjoy it. i don't watch as much comedy as i used to as well which it might explain it because that's obviously that's the connection with south park and simpsons and yeah i, I don't know why I don't, I can't explain it. I used to be so keen on comedy when I was a teenager, when I was at school. We'd all, that would be, those would be the TV shows that we would come back, like you'd watch on a Friday and on Monday you'd come back to school and you'd talk to your oh. friends. I uh, wasn't that really good. wasn't, because of course, no mobile phones when I was at school. So you didn't get to talk to your friends in between sometimes. Um, um, but I, I don't know. I my, my only theory is I know a lot of people like in the pandemic when, it, it, we were locked down and all that sort of thing. A lot of people watched comedy shows because they wanted to be cheered up. And I don't, I, I don't know that I, I, I tended to watch maybe things that were drama with humorous bits in. But I wasn't quite in the mood for complete funny because that was too much escapist, perhaps. I, I don't know. That was too much of a swing of different moods, I suppose. And also, a lot of things that happen in my podcast are very silly, so perhaps. I've, I've, after I've done my podcast, I've had enough silly, uh, <laughs> and I need to watch something ser- serious or scary. Or, um, and uh, obviously, Deela gets to choose what's on TV, don't you? When you're not asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, are there any other f- film series or TV series that you're very keen on, that, um, or, or or recovered the main. Really big ones.
3: Um, there was uh, one more anime f- from this channel when I was a kid. It's uh, n- uh, called Seinseiya. I believe it was translated as Knights of the Z- Z- Zodiacs, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it wasn't big outside of Japan, but uh, pretty much, p- yeah. pretty uh, much people know th- know that. And mm-hmm. lately. Uh, a Polish creator made a movie, a live action movie, and when I saw a first trailer, I just uh, I was sure it's gonna be train wreck. I didn't want to watch it, and of course it was a train wreck and. Uh, the original mangaka that created a manga uh, was so disappointed. He was uh, furious about that movie. And uh, this movie had uh, pretty famous names like uh, Sean Bean. Mm. So mm. it was supposed to be a big premiere, but, well, it, it has nothing to do mm. With original series, except of the name, like uh, Mortal Kombat in nineties, but first Mortal Kombat was ch- at least good, um, a good movie. This was
2: uh, just try and wreck. Yeah, um, sometimes that happens. Um, the, there's a not, not, not the cartoon Avengers of now, but there was a show in the sixties called The Avengers, which was a spy show with. Um, a detective and a sidekick, and it was pretty big in America and over here in in the sixties. And they in the nineties they tried to make an, a version of it, and they just couldn't get that start. Started. It's difficult to recreate because it was a sixties show and it looked very sixties in the best possible way. And um, they had uh, Ray Fiennes playing the main character of John Steed, and it's it's just. No amount of good acting could just get that. Uh, Uma, Uma Thurman played Mrs. Peel, who was the sidekick, and you know, big names, but they just just couldn't recreate the the rapport that the the the, the team had from the original show. And then there was a um, a soap opera, which I don't know if you'll have heard of from America, which I I'd never heard of over here, but again, it was from the '60s called Dark Shadows, and it was a supernatural soap opera. And it ran for about five years, with about 1,200 episodes. And I didn't know anything about it, Um, but then slowly as it got into the 90s, I started hearing about it and seeing books at comic marts. I used to go to sort of things like that and 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 conventions. And eventually it was shown on sort of cable channel. And um, uh, Tim, Tim Burton... that the right name the director um he um he made um a big movie version of it in yeah i remembered that one yeah uh, john deep that's right yeah and it was nothing like the show that they it was like why are you even bothering you're just using the name and yes Johnny depp played the the vampire barnabas but how can you i mean this was a show where yes the main character was a was a vampire, and he wasn't necessarily a bad vampire. He he wanted to be good, and but there were lots of other you know obviously in a soap opera going on for years, you can have so many different plot lines, so many different characters, and yet you're trying to put it all down into one movie, and then they I think they was, it was they made it quite comedic as well, and it just it's one of those films that um, Dutch Shadows fans, and I'm I mean I'm a fan, but I am I don't feel like I'm as big a fan of anything Mm -hmm. when i see other fans these days i i used to think i was a doctor who fan and i am but i feel there's a lot i don't know now particularly because of all the new episodes and i I feel i i i'm so i'm interested in so many different things that it's difficult to be a really big fan of one thing these days and i know that the people who are the really big fans of dark shadows uh where they won't even let people discuss the movie in the forums because i i it's it's yeah. So it's difficult to. Sometimes they take the names, but then they do their own thing. It seems pointless. Point- point, really. But. Yeah, uh, how are you <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm boo good good well I I thought I would call you back for a little bit more of of um, well, oh, I grumble um, um, really because uh, I'm you, the man. <laughs> um,
1: if you are grumbling, who do I know is a grumpy old man? Oh, I don't know. But he's quite old, isn't he? I will have
2: him. Yeah. Well, remember not so long ago, my mum found a book in the phone box um, in her book in her bookstore in the phone box uh, uh, 11, 11,002 Things to Be Miserable About.
0: Really we only did the first
2: page. <laughs> well, he, I skipped some of them because some of them were a bit rude, but um, I'm just doing ones that I think we'll be happy to talk about. But, um, yeah, okay. um, but I thought we 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 be happy, happy grumpy. Yes, yeah. It's like oh've well, got a, a couple of dwarves. <laughs> I thought you put you probably have experienced this. Oh, although uh, when this, book... when was it? Yeah, Never make
1: assumptions. Oh, I'll get great <laughs> grumpy about that. Oh, people
2: make <laughs> well, you know, this this was published in two thousand nine, so it has a very. It feels that this book feels older than it is, but it's not, it's not as old as, it's, as, as it feels. Um, what, what about computer crashes? Have you had computer crashes? I imagine exactly they make you very computer. cross. I, I, I
1: worry about my computer because uh it's i i'm i'm starting to get notifications uh that it's it uh, some of the software is too old and and, the, and it's running on too old an opera because basically my thing about my computer is if it works don't mess with it don't upgrade it if it if it's work because what i have found is in the past when i've done upgrades the stuff that used to work no longer works mm. and when you're trying to do things like radio shows when you do editing and you're using particular software you don't want to not be able to suddenly to suddenly not be able to use that software Mm -hmm. so that kind of thing bothers me more funnily enough uh, since i've since (laughs) i've living my life of leisure (laughs)
0: um
1: actual computer crashes don't bother me as much although the problem with that is when you are an artist Mm. I I use the word very, very reservedly. But when you consider yourself someone who who works with artistic software, shall we say, artwork software, what uh, can happen is you get so engrossed in what you're doing, you forget to save. Mm and so if the software does crash which it can do because i am also the other thing is this computer is very old now so it's running out of hard drive space especially as audio stuff takes up a lot of a hard drive space Mm -hmm. so uh but when you've been working on something for an hour and you suddenly realize you didn't hit save and it starts acting in a peculiar way and you realize you've lost an hour's work that to Mm -hmm. me was when i was working professionally that was always the thing. Remember to hit save. Remember to hit save as often as you could, and it would always still crash on the one day you didn't do that. So it's more a question of getting into the habit of saving your files. Mm. I would say that to anybody: save your files as you go, because and I mean, we used to have things I like also save, but they used to be a pain because they would
2: stop your computer running for two minutes. I, they did I um, I have a lot of backup drives. I We mm. have all the. Di- the thing, thing is um nick digitized almost up park for me in all our videos and I've, but i haven't got one drive i haven't got yeah. one copy of that i've got three or four because it's i mean and i haven't phoned away the camcorder my mum sort mm-hmm. of said a lot of the camcorder tapes have lived at my parents house for 30 years or getting on that way my mum's like oh so can we get rid of those and i said well if you if you had your photo your wedding photo scanned, say mm-hmm. but the photos were still okay do you are you ready to throw your, the originals away? Mm. Uh, because to me, it's the same thing. Isn't mm. it, it, you know, one drive has, mm. which has got, I don't know, uh, thousands of videotapes worth of mm. stuff on. That's one thing that has to be, that could be stolen, broken, mm. explode. Yes. Whereas at the very least, um, if we've still got the tape, mm. it's unlikely that all so many thousand mm. tapes are going to mm. c- c- die at the same time. Um, Well, I don't want to incentivize villainy, you know.
1: I really don't. But I have to actually say that if this computer dies, Mm. so does my uh, radio show because Mm. I wouldn't be able to build it without this setup. It would take me too long to, you know you know you know what I mean so if someone really wants to bring an end to my uh, narrow casting career <laughs> uh, they've got an incentive there but, uh, I, but no I, I, it, it, it is it, everything depends on, on that one kid it is all an egg, eggs in one basket thing and that's a very yeah, stupid yeah. thing to do but the problem is that kit is so expensive and you know i'm not in a position to replace it
2: So i, I really need to go back and check older like drives that are because oh, yeah, yeah. i think the last time i looked at a pen drive and i had i don't know if the stuff on that was the only copy because knowing i've always done multiple copies of things mm. but it, it just it's one of those things when you put it in and it goes this far this this needs to be yeah. um reformatted and i think
1: but that's i I, I think that yeah i think the fear actually with old photographs now especially because i i'm terrible for not printing them i do sometimes mm. post them online but but mm. not printing them and i i know that we have stuff that i backed up to dvd or cd and i know that those are probably rotting and may those photographs may now be lost and that i think I, this disc rot actually is something that makes me
2: more grumpy than you crashing i I've never seen disc rot disc rot in action but I I um I live in fear of it Paul mm, it's a bit like my moldy video cassettes I often on on Facebook if it kind of does that thing where it says um oh this you know it says you've got some pictures from 10 years ago that, that and I often resave the photos at least mm-hmm. onto my phone because I couldn't tell you now where some of I where the originals of they're probably not the ones you're saving on facebook probably not as good Mm. quality as the original ones but then i'm not sure where the originals are the original not 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 with digital photos anyway Um,
1: i think it's interesting as well i mean we live in you know times when people are sort of switching to streaming and digital backups for everything and i suspect we're going to actually get to a point at some point where there'll be this sudden this massive historical gap because you know those systems will fail somehow and people won't have i mean it's the whole thing about um you know people don't want physical media i love my physical media i love the fact i can go yeah. and get a cd off the shelf or a dvd off the shelf and watch it or listen to it and 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 have a cd player and have a dvd player or a blu-ray player to do that with um I don't know, maybe some people think that's old-fashioned, and it probably is old-fashioned, and it does take up space, but it it does have advantages that other systems don't have. But equally, the downside of that is this fear of disc rot, which, which might make, mean that I've got an awful lot of coasters in very nice boxes. <laughs> but when, thing- when you've got something like a, a DVD company going bust, you mm. know, if you, I mean, a year ago, had I put a, a disc of, say, Crown Court in, it's still in its cellophane and i opened up a box and put it into play and it you know this disc is the air er- disc error i could have rung up and got a replacement that that mm. now is more difficult so so then it becomes how do you source replacement discs but that I, that is a whole different kind of worms
2: i mean the pe- people not because uh, i always wonder like how is like say i mean it's not the wor- the worst i mean uh, uh, I'm not a massive fan, say, of Mariah Carey, but I don't mind her Christmas song. Mm. Um, I-, I hate Christmas songs, and that's mm. one I can stand of um you uh, know, if I have to. But uh, how is it doing so well every year? Because to me, I'm thinking, well, you bought it last year. But mm. The thing is. Perhaps people didn't buy it, they were mm. streaming it. Mm. So next year they want to listen to I mean, it again. So they don't go download back. and delete on the assumption yeah.
1: that something will be there again. And oh. I get this is the weird thing. When you're on a, a budget, you can't quite understand the profligacy of people um
2: just buying the same thing again or or, or, stream, or, or streaming it so that it yeah. gets back in the chart. Because because if I say I wanted um Merry Christmas by Slade. I'd be like, i buy it, say, in 2010, and then I'd still have it. Well, uh, so, again, it's that best Christmas album in the world ever. Yeah. Yeah. On my shelf. Fifteen years ago, yes, I know. So it crazy. wouldn't it wouldn't affect the charts if I listened to that CD every Christmas. It's unlikely, but if if I, you know, because I bought that CD back in two thousand ten, and I've listened to it every year, that's not going to affect the charts. But but it also has
1: an advantage or disadvantage depending on your point of view that those CDs have the tracks on from people who are now, shall we say, considered less. <laughs>
2: yeah. to but, I mean, I think that's why some of these songs are, are coming back every year, is that they're being streamed by people who don't own them. Um, that's the only way. That's but, I mean, it's I'm interesting gonna... to me that, you see, you look at that, um, for example, you know uh, about
1: the awful person who, uh, the, the television character who, uh, his programme was that Fix With Santarons was mm. on it. Now, mm you now know that the only way you're ever going to see the original of that is if you happen to have the the episode on a disc that was released before the scandal broke. Mm. And now you'll never see that again. And I just think from a from a cultural history point of view, that's a bit strange. But well, it's, like, it's like that with Top of the Pops. They, you might not want to see these things because of those same reasons, so that's perfectly fair enough.
2: And but, I can understand but, uh, why they don't. Want to but them. even when there hasn't been a scandal like mm. on pop, on double of the pop, some presenters not wanting to appear, not choosing not to mm. um because like I like Mike Smith didn't allow his stuff. I know he's gone now, but mm. his his estate doesn't allow. um and it's it's a shame because I was Mike Smith was a, he was a good presenter. Absolutely. um yeah, and and b. I wasn't really watching it from even though he was affable. I wanted, mm. I, you're watching Double the Pops for the music. Really, um, yeah. it's a shame that he has a he or his estate have has a have a say on that, um, and also it's it's a shame because he he is known as a presenter, and and just it's a shame that he that he and the BBC fell out and now we can't. See, see the show or him mm. on those shows but, mm. and um, that
1: makes you grumpy is that in your book <laughs> that makes me yeah. um
2: definitely top of the
1: top of the pops getting edited for, for I do weeks. get a bit grumpy about that uh, physical media and and not being able to get it I I get slightly more grumpy now about the fact that prices are skyrocketing for for um certain things because they're suddenly more rare and and the fact that no other nobody else has ever liked to step in and and make those things available again and things like that do annoy me I'll tell you what what's been making me yeah, I find it weird because there's a lot of collectors online who are going on about and they seem to be mopping up a lot of the network releases mm. but but it's the ones who who say "Oh, just picked up this paid this for it is it any good and you think why are you huh. buying it if mm. you know you can't don't you you don't just I don't know I it's they're not trading cards they're like you know mm-hmm. you I, I I've, I've done enough podcasts you've done enough podcasts where I can tell you that certain shows are bloody awful <laughs> <laughs> but people seem to want them because they have that particular brand on them and they think there's I don't know whether it's just because they think they be able to sell them on a, a massive profit in about a year's time it just strikes me as a little bit of a weird um a weird subset of people i mean you know there are shows that i wish i'd bought now and didn't and Mm -hmm. i go and look at them and they're either out of print or unavailable or someone wants about 800 quid for them
2: yeah i mean Uh, i've got i've got a a show that that um a friend said oh can you get me that for my birthday and i looked and i said it's actually out of print Mm -hmm. but i'm not sure if i'm ever going to watch my copy again so if you don't mind a secondhand copy Mm -hmm. i could i could give you mine um uh, but there's also one or two where i which weren't that expensive at the time. That mm. um, I think I've doubled doubled up on by mistake mm. because they, I I forgot to delete them from my birthday wish list, mm. and then I I just the other day I was like, oh, I have two copies of that series. And I I'm not, I'm I, not saying that Network particularly were you know th- their business
1: model wasn't great, but di- wasn't there a sale they did where they accidentally sent two copies of everything to
2: everybody? Yeah, yeah, that was a bell actually. Um, and you know, and I've got a few. Things like Crown Court, mm. I got, I've got, I, I can't. It was one of those things that I had on my wish list, mm. um, and and when Toby and Lisa asked me what I wanted, I, I last birthday I asked for for one set, uh, which I haven't opened yet, but. At the time i thought well if i like it then i can get more but now that's not likely to happen so at least i've got one but <laughs> i hope i don't like it too much otherwise i'll be i'll be well, sad
1: <laughs> well the weird thing of uh, certainly like uh, watching these uh collector websites is that it's it's not the fact that i uh, i can quite happily state you know that i had series one to five of Crown Court on my shelf it's the fact that I found out there was a series six and a series seven that I knew nothing about <laughs> it's like oh I thought I'd double there we go there we go.
2: To other topics uh, we have talked a little bit about um, about music and things when we've been talking offline and um, what, what what music would you say is your favorites I know you mentioned like kind of music from different eras as well
3: yeah I love uh, 80s pop a lot uh, 80s ever dance rock uh, pretty much every 80s mu- music but uh, like my main uh, music genre i'm into uh current music is uh gothic metal or symphonic metal
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what sort of bands fall under that um lo- that the, the, the symphonic metal and, and, and in case i've not heard of, I, I did have a a partner who was very into probably some of the that sort of it that Sort of genre, but more in the naughty. so I'm sure things have moved on. Um, so what, so what sort of bands fall under that? Um,
3: uh, with interpretation, maybe oh? you heard, yeah. yes, I... uh, Nightwish, uh, Evanescence, okay. uh, Lacuna Coil from Italy. Uh, and uh, Lacuna Coil was like my first uh, big uh, symphonic gothic metal band uh, yes. I hook uh, up, and it's a funny story because I was playing the themes. Uh, I think it was uh, the third part of the scenes. And uh, there was out a DLC called Supernatural, where you have uh, vampires, werewolves, uh, etc. Mm. And they added uh, a radio station called Dark Wave. Mm. Uh, and uh, there was some darker music. And uh, there was one song of Lacuna Coil that was uh, advertising the new album. And I had to Google it, and uh, I started to listen the whole album and the whole day music immediately.
2: Yeah, I I, I do recognize all those names. So they they um, must have been around quite a long time now. I don't think I ever... I, I don't think I ever... I certainly watched a lot of... Or, or my, my partner showed me a lot of videos and things. I don't think I ever went to a show i may have gone to what because like, I, I like female vocalists of all sorts of genres yeah um so it may be that we went to a we went to um a, a show together but he certainly went to a, a lot of, a lot of shows in temptation there's, is that a female vocalist
3: yeah um, yeah sharon then Adult.
2: yeah yeah so well i think I know more than I thought I was going to. <laughs> yeah, I like I liked I liked a lot of, of of that. I don't generally listen to a lot of what I would think of as heavy metal from when I was growing up. But I did like that it, the the symphonic type was very was very different and much more melodic and um, and also with the, the female vocalist, I, I I enjoyed those. The nearest I got to more, I guess it's more like heavy rock than heavy metal. I did I mentioned them earlier, but for a while i did get into kiss the band huh? but mainly the 70s and early 80s version of kiss because i like i liked the all the costumes and the masks and, the, and i thought that was very that was very different and quite sort of uh there was a lot of backstory to uh like the different masks and how they'd evolved and the, i don't listen to a lot of their songs now but for a while i was i was very uh I was really interested in them, partly because I went out with somebody who managed a record store in LA. And when I used to go over, I kind of thought, well, it makes sense to try and find out a bit more about. There are quite a few bands who did very well in America in, say, the 70s, but maybe only had one or two hits, or maybe didn't end up having hits until the 80s. Like Aerosmith became very big in the 80s and 90s, but Aerosmith had been around since the the 70s and Kiss didn't have a hit in the UK until the mid 80s um, and yet they've been around for absolutely ages and Heart they were around since the 70s and didn't start having hits in the UK until the mid 80s I thought I, I ought to find out a bit more about these bands who I am aware of but who have had this big past because there's bound to be some interesting songs in there uh, and 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 there were I'm a bit like that I'm a bit of a magpie or or a band or TV show that I didn't care about at all yesterday, if something triggers me off the next day, I can be suddenly, it's my new big obsession. Yeah. I I was around in the 80s, although I was at school, but I was really interested in the 60s and maybe a bit of the 70s in the 80s, so I wasn't paying that much attention to the 80s at the time, and I had to catch up later, although I think, I mean, you were living through it, so you're aware of all all the bands that were doing well, and you're aware of it, but I was very, I was very into the '60s, the Beatles, and, and and lots of and '60s TV shows, I just liked the whole sort of. Some some people these days, you hear them talking, and you ask them a question, and they say, "Oh, I don't know about that. I wasn't born then." Like that's some sort of excuse. I, I, I thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for your help. Like, please cover your tail. Um, working with celebrities, so, yeah, you know, walk out mid-interview. Uh, you don't like me talking about the eighties music? Or what is it? Um, um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's weird. I was always in. I, I, I was never. And I think I'm still amped anything I never find this the year you're living in very interesting. Like twenty twenty three is pretty boring. But I might look, look back at twenty twenty three in twenty years and think, wow, what an exciting year! Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't remember the eighties being particularly exciting. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I mean, I can't imagine that. Like when you look at stuff, you hear about people drinking out the sixties. It sounds very exciting, but it probably was if you were of a certain demographic or had a certain amount of money or they were living in London. My parents were in their twenties in the sixties, and they were just being very grown up and boring. And I, I, I don't think they would have been part of the sixties. They weren't cool. They weren't hippies. They, they. My dad was. A businessman, and my mum was a librarian and they were just very middle-aged young people. Um, so everyone has different, you know, sometimes it depends where you are at the time or what sort of person you are. But I got very interested into the 80s later, but what, which 80s bands are you particularly interested in or do you just like the, mm-hmm. the whole era? I
3: love the whole, uh, whole era, but if I have to choose someone, it's going to be Eurythmics. Oh yeah, cool. Eurythmics, yeah. Roxette, Sissy Couch.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, I love Eurythmics. I was even buying vinyl when it was still technically... It wasn't the most popular format, but it was one of the formats back in the late 80s. The thing is, I, did, I had a job, but it was just delivering the newspapers. And that was my pocket money. And, and I had to, you know, the Doctor Who videos were starting to come out and a lot of those I'd never seen before because they didn't repeat them on the TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to, does my money go to that? Does it go to music? Does it go to, and then I started liking modern music by the by the late 80s. I started, I, I, I like the Pet Shop Boys and I got into the Pet Shop Boys in the late 80s and then other bands like Erasure and you and the rhythmics because they were still around and then when annie lennox did her first solo album i was at university and I, I bought all of those singles and um i went through a stage of buying like singles and i still got all lot of those and then in the mid 10 2010s i decided to buy another uh, by record player again because i didn't actually own one but i still had the records and i started buying old records and some new records and then in lockdown i went a bit crazy and i bought lots of vinyl uh, which i still haven't listened to yet uh and including every single eurythmics album was one of my was one of my choices to to have on i mean i still got the still got the streaming versions i've still got my cds um you probably can't you probably can't see because of, you know because i've got the background on but um yeah i i still have all my cds i didn't get rid of my cds i still have my dvds and my blu-rays i mean partly with video there are certain shows you just can't get on streaming anyway. So. But, yeah, the mix, I love, Roxette, I was very into around the time of Joyride. And then, I, when I was at university, bands like Blur and Oasis and the Britpop bands were very big. And I started going to shows. And I sort of forgot about Roxette for a bit. But then, now and again, I'd hear a song of theirs I liked. And then, when Marie died, I kind of went back and listened. Uh-huh. And I suddenly found... Oh wow! There's lots of really good, <laughs> yeah, really good songs on the albums that I hadn't heard. And then there's that um, last year the PG rock set, that was a really good, really good album, where he uses different female vocalists, um, but it still sounds like how rock set would sound in twenty twenty two or whatever. Um, and and it's amazing he can still write many really good songs. So 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 far into his career um I probably like rock even, even more than I like the rhythmics at this current time because they're st- they are still sort of going in a, in a slightly different form um but whereas the rhythmics aren't but uh, I like Duran Duran as well um partly for, because of the in the eighties the changing fashions and the changing styles and they're another band who continue to make really good music even now and um, they seem to be very keen on still being pop stars and making an effort with doing new they don't want to be a nostalgia act they still want to do new stuff and they do work with current people and they sound some bands who kind of come back it's a bit half-hearted and it's for a tour and yeah um Duran. i've no. never actually
3: no, yeah. I'm curious. Faith No More was from night, uh, from eighties or seventies.
2: I I think from eighties, Faith No More, and then they were thought to be quite big over here in the nineties. Nineties, yeah. My, one of my flatmates was was a big fan of them. Um, but yeah, I mean Duran Duran have never gone away. They've again, sometimes perhaps the the man on the street wouldn't necessarily know that they'd still kept going, but their fans certainly do and because they were quite an international band even though they started out in in birmingham in in the uk which is where i went to university so um yeah i i i always keep my i still keep my eye on them um but there was there's so so much 80s music out there and there's lots of stuff that wasn't that well known that you can I, I still find the odd song. Um, I I I'm one of those people. I like new music from 2023, but I also like because anything to you, anything to me is new if you don't know it. So yeah. it could be an album from 1967 that you've never heard and you hear it and it's amazing. I, and and it, it's not a new album, but it's new to you, so it's as as important or as as a as a album that was released yesterday. So um, there's there's so much. You can I, I don't really understand when people stop being interested in music um, I have friends who haven't listened to music since they were they were like in the early 20s uh, they kind of something in their brain kind of went but I used to love music but now I don't love music now and I'm not going to try to find any new music and I really can't understand that I remember my dad saying to me why do you need any more CDs? Because, because music keeps being released. Yeah. What, what can you do? I can't. I can't. You but know,
3: it's kind of magic of the internet because in old days we were forced to like things we heard in radio or watched in TV, and now we can discover. All the mm. eras of the music, of the videos, of the TV series, uh, you can watch old uh, st- Doctor Who existing. Mm. Doctor Who, I know, yeah. uh, 50s don- doesn't exist <laughs> anymore, uh, or other soap operas, uh, and now we have a whole spectrum of things. We can find things we gonna like, we don't mm. have to like things we seen in TV or radio, like when we
2: were kids yeah the only the only trouble about that is almost there's so much out there it's come it becomes a bit overwhelming um yeah, thought yes yeah, yeah i i um i do find that even with the bands i like 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 say Duran Duran released a new album i think it was prop- it was their fortieth anniversary it would would have been in two thousand and twenty one uh but I think the singles were coming out into 2022 from the album, but um, there were so many good tracks that they released as videos that I feel like I've heard half the album and I put, I added them into my 2022 playlist, but I've not actually sat down and listened to the whole album. Um, And there's a few bands that I really like and I haven't given the time to, because there's something else coming out and then there's something else coming out. and, um, and, and, And I, cause I don't commute to work anymore um when i'm at home i'm kind of either watching tv or i'm editing i don't give myself so much time to listen to to podcasts or music as i used to when i was out every day and had a long commute um it's just trying to find i mean I, the balance of that is now is that i now read more like i used to read a lot as a kid and then for years i read quite a bit and then it got less and less and that now i'm reading like 40 books a year which is I guess quite a lot. I, I, did, I feels it feels manageable, but I think I do spend a lot of my mornings reading, which is nice. But then, what's dropped off is that I don't listen to music as much. Well. So every, everything <laughs> um, yeah. sort of moves back and backwards and forwards. Um, mm-hmm. we, we can take this beyond just ah, the actual word. Try um, yeti beyond is that the, the words? <laughs> well, well, the, well, the 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 word is broccoli, as broccoli. to as to whether you like broccoli no, no. or don't like broccoli. But if if if, or, but it, if you, do, I like broccoli but we don't have we can broaden it beyond but is it foods that you love and hate and is there anything like that what? interesting
1: actually i i i because I, i'm a fan of broccoli i'm a yeah. fan of the vegetable i'm a fan of cooking and mm. uh i i sometimes get disappointed by people who say oh i don't like this i don't like that and yeah. actually because I, I'm to be fair i was quite a fussy eater when i was a kid i i didn't eat pizza for years we me and my mates would go uh you know after the pub we'd go to an eatery and people would order pizza and I'd look at it and go, eh, you know, and, and then have pie and chips or, or a burger or something. And for years, I just thought, oh, I don't like pizza. And then I was at a party once and, uh, you know, the buffet thing. And there were these squares of something with cheese on. Them. And I was sort of going, well, these are nice. What are these? And people said, oh, they're just pizza squares. And i ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and I think what, what irritates me is not necessarily – You know, you can. Okay, let's face it. You can not like broccoli. That's fine. You have to taste it, and people can say, "Oh, I don't like coffee," or people say, "I don't." Whatever they don't like, they're entitled to not like something. I mean, there are allergies. There are lots of reasons. But I think the thing that gets me is the folk who won't even try it. Mm. I think that's where my grumpiness comes on, because you know, actually. I, you know, something like asparagus is good. People who go mushrooms, Ugh. you know, I never used to eat mushrooms. My mum, when I was a kid, used to have mushrooms on toast and I would pull a face, you know, and slowly but surely, I, you know, I'd, mushrooms on toast has become one of those delights. Mm-hmm. Of, it's a really nice meal. However, you know, if I was there, I think there's some what it is, is I think people sometimes now put their line in the sand. I don't like that full stop forever. Whereas actually, I think over time you do, you can develop taste for things. I mean, I I went through a phase of drinking Guinness. Now the idea of Guinness makes me not, doesn't fill me with joy. Mm. But for a time, I'd never drunk it. Then I drunk it for a while. And then basically I found things I would prefer to have. And so I, I, and now the idea of sitting there and having a pint of, or, you know, three or four pints of Guinness, I actually think I'd rather have something else. But that doesn't mean I would, you know, at least I went through that phase of of having it. But but certainly with veg, I, what surprises me, and it genuinely does surprise me, this, is the number of people I've worked with who are about maybe 10, 15 years younger than me who would go to the um, canteen or the local sandwich shop or whatever, buy a ham salad sandwich, and then take all the salad off. <laughs> and I think, well, don't they just do plain ham sandwiches or... But it's the fact that people were just going, uh, salad, and literally removing it. And again, I I don't think this was allergy reasons. I think this was just they decided a long time ago that they don't like salad. And that weirds me out a bit.
2: I I was the the weird kid in my family who... I I mean, I remember not liking potatoes back when... Mm -hmm. In the 70s, when they they were a bit stringy. Mm -hmm. But uh, other than that, I, I got to a stage... My dad was fussier than my mum my and I. He doesn't like a lot of green, but he doesn't like cabbage, mm. he doesn't like. Whereas my mum mm. used to, because they've got an allotment, my mum mm. would grow like purple sprouting and broccoli mm. and, and all those sorts of. I quite like a, a vegetable that's got a bit of, that, that doesn't descend into mushiness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'll yes. Yeah. You can, you can, you can, I mean, with broccoli, you can have it at different um, squishy levels of squishiness, but, um, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, I, I like I like something a bit more, but but my dad was the one who was more fussy than I was. But uh. well,
1: I think that's interesting because th- that to a certain extent that's generational. I mean, uh, uh, my partner's parents uh, won't have anything spicy at all, and yet you think, oh, there's so many great foods that they're missing out on. Really, you feel they're missing out somehow, but they've just you know they've never eaten like that. And they never will, mm. and and I don't know. I think my uh, taste if you like my food tastes improved the more cooking i did and the more i started cooking the more i actually enjoy i used to find new flavors to try and sometimes you know you accidental things mm. i mean i never really thought i liked beetroot and, and then i started making borscht mm. and i love it and 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 in the same way i've i've, I've one of the ma- wonderful ingredients which is something i never used to touch is is chorizo or chorizo or however you want mm i just i can you know there are just new things i've discovered i mean i genuinely i i, I never liked eggs as a kid mm. never liked eggs and when i go to america and i and you know you go to a um diner and order breakfast and you say oh but no eggs they look at you like how can you not have eggs mm. Uh, and and sometimes even now when i have a uh, you know a full well they call it a full english but full welsh full scottish whatever the, the, the full um cooked breakfast that they do in various b&bs and what have you and i sometimes sometimes i just i'm not in the mood for eggs in the morning but actually i never used to like omelette and yet I've, I've now started making uh omelettes and um you know uh I, I, and and love them you know so I, I think I, you have to be open to change, and I think that's mm. you know, the I don't like. I mean, like I say, food allergies aside, the mm. I don't like aspect of food is. I mean, yeah, I, didn't they used to say that you if you eat something twenty times, you get used to it, and and that and that's kind of one of the ways. But I mean, obviously, if you just go, Ach! you know, you, you put the fork in your mouth and go. Ach! I, I watched that scene in indiana jones and the temple of doom with the eyeballs and i couldn't i yeah I, I think I, I think if my my food staring back at me i'd have trouble with it and i'm not a big fan of uh unprepared fish i'm not if you see what i mean i'm not, I'm not particularly fond of my my food staring back at me so i can i can get that but equally the fish so i i i never used to be a fan of fish and then i went to a brilliant fish restaurant and thought what am i going to eat what am i going to eat and i had one of the most wonderful meals of my life uh and i thought oh this fish thing there's something in it and once i think once you 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 sort of open the door a bit and investigate i think you you can find that there are actual flavors and tastes that are worth it
2: Mm. i i was a bit like you with beetroot but i have found ways around with beetroot which, which are better radishes i i it wasn't so much that they were it was, it was more their blandness that mm. uh, but you again you can find things to do with uh, uh a combination i think that's the thing i
1: mean i've i've discovered for example that
2: a beetroot salad that
1: includes um goat's cheese and walnuts mm.
0: is
1: a is a wonderful they go so well together Uh, like i say the the borscht thing is 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 a different thing but uh when we used to have hot pots as a kid we always used to have pickled beetroot and pickled red Mm -hmm. cabbage with it and and things like that so it it's kind of finding things that complement each other and sometimes yeah if if you present i once upon a time long long time ago i went to barcelona on my holidays uh well to visit a friend actually but and uh, I got there quite late in the evening and for some reason Barcelona was one of those cities where you, people went out to eat at 10 o'clock at night. And I ended up in this restaurant and basically all I really fancied because I'd just flown in was I, I just wanted a a green salad. But my Spanish was rubbish. It mm-hmm. still is. But my Spanish was rubbish then and I I ordered what I thought was a green salad and I got a dinner plate, a big dinner plate. And it was piled high to the point, like a, like a cone, <laughs> with green peas. <laughs> it was just a massive plate of <laughs> green peas. Now, fair enough. I ordered it. I ate it. I ate about half of it, but it took me a very long time before I could face peas again. Were they still in their pods, or were they out? Were they, were they... No, just green the, the, just the, peas. The brown, yeah, just. <laughs> Peas. Uh, it was the most bizarre thing i also went to a, a french restaurant in paris once and uh, for some reason they uh, it was an onion soup but they had so much salt in it that was virtually inedible that, that that put me off that for a long
2: time but then you realize it's it's that's that's just a bad chef it's not you know, yeah. onion. one time i had frogs legs in paris um it was it was there was just too much garlic. Um, uh, it, 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 it was fine, but it was a bit underwhelming, because it was, it, it was more like very small chicken legs. <laughs> uh, well, I think
1: you, you always can remember a bad meal, and you can always remember a really bad flavour, but I think sometimes you have to just allow for the fact that it's just not been well cooked, and actually, you know, a bad onion soup shouldn't put you off onion soup for life, it shouldn't make you off that restaurant, see what I mean.
2: I'm also going to ask you about other things, like um, some short, shorter subjects. Like I think you mentioned that you're, when it comes to like animals, you're more. Are you more of a dog person than a cat person?
3: Yeah, definitely dog person. I I can stand cats, but I I'm not a big fan of cats. My yeah. ex roommates had two, and those cats hated me.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you can have a bad experience. I mean. I had some bad experiences with dogs when I was paper boy, where, and it wasn't the dogs' fault. It was their owners, either not, you know, not keeping an eye on them. And I lived, I lived in a village, so they were, I guess, they were, more running free a bit more. Yeah. Or, but then there were also kids who maybe, I remember one family who had Jack Russell dogs, and, and they would kind of go chase, no chase, and, and then they can't kind of chase you when you're trying to deliver newspapers it, um so yeah it, it, it can be a but i've had good experiences with dogs as well so um but did, did you did you grow up with dogs or or did you when you or, or have you owned a dog or
3: uh i never had a dog my grandma had a dog since i was in fourth grade but mm. i was spending a lot of time uh, in my uh, friend's house uh, and she had uh, two labradors no no mm. sorry uh, golden retrievers mm. no. so there was always some dogs around
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and um, things like food for instance what's your what, what's your favorite if i was going to take you for a meal what sort of food would you like to eat
3: Mm, hard question I'm it's a lot yeah. of fast food uh but uh, oh, I love uh, a lot of pasta uh mm. and my favorite uh, type of pasta is Chinese pasta with uh, chicken and vegetables mm. Mm.
2: yeah I had something like that for for uh, I, it was only um it was it was only a microwave dish but and so not as good as as if you were having it at a restaurant but yeah it's, it, you can still get that little taste and it's like yeah well it's it's, it's not as good as the real thing but it's yeah. still it's still um although there wasn't much chicken when i had for lunch today <laughs> there was about three bits of chicken in the whole thing but
3: Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. I was lately disappointed because uh, last time I ordered my uh, chicken pasta, there was more chicken than pasta, and I was oh. disappointed because I love
2: pasta.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's
2: unusual. Usually, it's the other way around. So yeah. They hide. They hide it underneath. They hide the lack of chicken underneath all the vegetables. and stuff. But what about um, desserts or cakes? Or if you were having something sweet, what would you choose?
3: Mm. I never taking a dessert so mm-hmm. it's a hard question for me but any cake with chocolate is gonna be great or ice creams
2: yeah i like ice creams um when i've been to particularly when i've been to italy um i like a lot of people I, like, I find in the shops i mean i don't go to the supermarkets as much because we tend to get food delivered because it's just easier i don't drive and um i some of this, just the stuff that Dealey needs, his literature and that sort of thing are really heavy. You'd need to go just, just to get those, so it's just easier to have them delivered. Yeah, so I don't necessarily see, and also perhaps you don't get tempted so much by things you didn't actually need. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's it yeah. convenient, it's convenient, yeah. Um, but I, I, where they, I like fruit ice creams, like, um, say with Ben, ben and Jerry's, they used to be, um, like strawberry cheesecake or. Um, Ch- Cherry Garcia, and, uh, and I like those ones, and yet you don't see them anymore. I don't know whether it seems to be like there's a general consensus that uh, people only like chocolate things or toffee things, or and and really, uh, I've so ice cream. Yeah, I, I I don't mind those, but I want I want fruit. I like fruit, yeah. different flavors, and and when I yeah yeah, uh, when I've been to Italy you've just got so much variety here. And, and I, I go a little bit sort of, ah, okay, I'll uh, have two scoops of that and then maybe come back. That's a breakfast time. So you can go back at lunchtime. <laughs> uh, but there's just so many flavors. You can, I've got to try them all. But,
3: um, there uh, are four flavors I need to leave and I can, I can live without others. Yeah. Uh, if a mango sorbet, if the mm-hmm. strawberry sorbet, mm-hmm. uh, any citron, lemon Mm -hmm. flavor. And uh, the best ice creams are the mint with chocolate uh, chips. Mm -hmm. I love mint uh, chocolate and uh, mint ice creams. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I do like, I do like that, but I I, I don't know if I was going to pick one. I'm I'm kind of fascinated by cherry, I suppose, to a certain extent, because there's not one version of you, you can have cherry ice cream in 20 different countries, and yeah, and then they'll be slightly different. They would have got a slightly different vari- variation on the cherry, or it were, there doesn't seem to be a consensus of what cherry tastes like. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and, and <laughs> I mean, if it's got nice bits of cherry, and even better, but um, yeah, I, I just feel that like somewhere some someone somewhere is make a bit like and it's a very strange connection but in the same way as people have said to me oh why do you need to keep blu-rays or dvds everything's available for for streaming it's like everything isn't available for streaming yeah everything's available for streaming if you like marvel movies or the most famous tv program or whatever that is at the moment but if you like something from years ago then maybe it's not available for streaming and um I, and i feel like the same thing's happening with ice cream <laughs> where they're kind of going oh yeah. we don't worry about that flavor anymore people are just like this type and there's like there's less cho- it's weird there's less choice in everything that um th- than, than they used to be um because people are making decisions Think, oh well people don't need that people just like that and and um are you somebody who has physical media a lot or do you rely on streaming do, do you do you have DVDs still, or CDs, or or do you stream everything?
3: I have few CDs, uh, but uh, I only started them uh, buying when I was in college. Before I didn't yeah. have any CDs, so now I have maybe uh, ten. Few even Temptation, few Lecona Coil's, a uh, few of Lindsay Sterling, mm. Not sure if you are, know her, mm. and two cds of benjamin cole
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i mean it, it, it because it was the only format when i was i I've still got got the, the trouble again it, i can see how you can't see it but there's a pile there's a pile which is sort of from there up to the ceiling of cds that i haven't played but i don't know where i would get a lot of them if i if, if i got rid of them because they're not available to, particularly a lot of bands used to do b-sides and extra tracks and they're not necessarily available on an, an album or that easy to perhaps ones that were released in the last 10 years are available on spotify or whatever but older bands that it it's it sort of uh, until i until i sort of I used to have all all of those sorts of things scanned. When I had an iPod, when they were new, I was, I was about the only time ever be, I've ever been up with technology is when iPods came along. I was like, wow, uh, th- this is perfect for me. I've got so much, I like so much music. Uh, and I I scanned a lot of my CDs onto my iPod, but along somewhere along the way with computers, you know, your laptop breaks or something. And um, I didn't have the right backup or something. I lost, I've lost a lot of, I've still got the physical ones, but I lost a lot of the digital stuff I scanned onto my iPod. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it, it's it's a bit worrying because there are some shows that I watch now that I would love to own. I would like, you know, I, places like Disney Plus or Netflix, um, to me, they should just be the place where you go, yeah, that's the first place you see like, like, for instance, the first time you see an episode of Doctor Who, it's going to be on the BBC or on whatever channel it, it's on. But then I can, in a, in a two or three months' time, I can go and buy it and own my own copy. So the BBC, to me, or whatever channel, is like a, a preview or, or, or this is the debut, this is the premiere. Um, but it shouldn't be the only format you can... Uh, and it never was for so many years. And now they're sort of going, ah, oh, Netflix... Oh, that's the only place you can see it. It feels like they're taking away the the options to see it in different formats because they want to control it. It feels very controlling to me, and I don't like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, there's, uh, there's a lot of uh, TV series or uh, animes I would like have on DVDs, but they extremely expensive in Poland. So yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It, it makes me it makes me sad because if I like something, I, w- I might want to take it around to a friend's house, or I might want to take it over to my parents, or Uh, or somewhere which doesn't have my parents don't stream things uh, it's it's just sort of I, I think there'll be a there'll probably be a turnaround like there was with vinyl where eventually I mean it just seems really weird I mean something like stranger things that could make so much extra money I would have thought by being available to buy I mean Game of Thrones was available to buy on on physical media uh, and I imagine that that must have sold well. It just seems like Stranger Things is the sort of show that would... It seems When you look on Amazon, if you were a fan of Stranger Things and you wanted some merchandise, there's like a baseball cap or or hoodie or there's a big gap where there's no merchandise with the actual TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels really weird. And I think there are going to be certain shows where if they try and stop releasing them physically people aren't going to put up with it. Like Doctor Who fans aren't going to be put up with being told, ah, well, from this season you won't be able to own it because you've got 60 years of, of people collecting Doctor Who and owning it, and they're not going to put up with whatever channel's saying uh, but, uh, sorry, no more. That's the difference,
3: because, you know, Netflix is uh, exclusively streaming. HBO still have uh, their channels on TV, so if uh, it was released in TV, they can put the, it on DVDs. But Netflix started as a blockbuster, so they mm. was a renting uh, company, yeah. and yeah. now they resigned from DVDs yeah. as a whole medium. So yeah. they are releasing only things uh, exclusively in internet there is no like channel on TV so they have no, no need to
2: bring DVDs. I still think it would make them more money. I still think um, yeah. they must realize that people want to own things. Uh although I guess with music that there are lots of people who just like music and it's just something in the background and it they like it but they wouldn't ever think about going to see a band maybe or they don't have the same connection whereas other people a band can be their life and they're like completely obsessed with music um uh it's it's it's, it's weird it's a weird
3: time i just hate the the silence i have to have some noise so uh, my place there's always some music
2: or tv series in the background yeah yeah um we're gonna have to go soon but um we'd like it'd be good to have you back on the show again at some other point but i'm sure there's other things we can talk about before we go though um i i was going to ask you about sort of tr- like travel or, or about Poland um to have you traveled outside of Poland much or, or traveled much in Poland or
3: i'm not a traveler type uh, i'm no. terrible tourist um, uh, but uh, i was once in dublin
2: oh yeah mm-hmm.
3: pretty lovely city and uh, yeah. and i moved there uh, I have one way ticket at the beginning of 2020. Luckily, I didn't uh, uh, yeah. then because it was be. I, I touched the ballot. Mm. Uh, and I was in Prague once uh, it's yeah. a very lovely city uh, if I would have more money probably I would travel and uh, looking for my own place on the world mm. but mm. well uh, 70% of my salary going to rent of the flat so it's mm. not easy to save anything and mm. if I want to move in next 3 years I have to cut my <laughs> expenses so yeah
0: yeah
2: yeah i've I've been to prague and dublin um I, I i i enjoy both both cities um actually i have a weird connection with um when i went to prague in about 2006 or 7 uh rock set going back to rock set must have had a new greatest hits out and in say in 2006 say in the uk uh, no one would have been playing Rockset that that much, uh, other than fans. But um, we were walking around every cafe you went into in Prague, uh, you could tell that Rockset was still massive because um, it, there was so much. I uh, it really, it made me sort of one of those things where you, you perhaps not listen to a band for ages and then you hear it played quite a lot, and you when you go home you're like, oh, I must listen to more of them. Um, but yeah, it's really weird that. When I think of Prague, I think of Roxette, but that's just because they were very popular around the time that I was over there, and they were getting played everywhere. But uh, I've only been to Poland once, uh, Krakow. That that's that's
3: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't know um, the city.
2: <laughs> no, no.
3: I was there twice, but yeah, Wrocław is le- is better.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I I used to tra- travel a lot. Um, haven't been able to use so much recently but uh i did i did like it all. i used to go away a lot in november because that, that's when my birthday is as as, as you know too. yeah we're we're both scorpios aren't we we've had conversations about uh, um yeah
3: Scorpio, bingo.
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah listen, listeners um it's, it's funny because as much as i don't believe in star signs there are some things that are undeniable, and I know that they are coincidences. But yeah, um, we have we have Scorpio Bingo, where we are kind of like. And, and when we were first talking, I don't think you'd seen my date of birth, or you hadn't seen my month of birth. No, but you I do
3: Which number were you born?
2: Yeah, you said, "Where where are you a Scorpio?" And and I said, "Yes." You said, oh, "I knew it." <laughs> um, it. Um, I, I I have a friend who's been on the show who I'm pretty much friends. Well, I started being friends with because we discovered we were born exactly the same day okay. and the same year. And he's about two hours older than me. And uh, then we discovered we liked certain shows to, the same. And then it got to the stage where he was on a podcast and I was like, Hey, you got to be on my podcast. So then we got to know each other because we were actually talking. And then I was starting to be interested what else would do we have in common and then so we talked about uh so like we have today about what music do you like and there were there were well i mean it could be a, it could be a coincidence but we get on really well and i do seem to get on pretty well with scorpios i can think of other friends i've got who are who are scorpios and i do get on extremely well with them so yeah although people say that star signs are but there's something Something going on there. Yeah, that, mystery. That, yeah, it can't be explained. I, I don't think I've ever met a Scorpio who, are like, oh my goodness, I can't stand that guy. Why is he like that? I, I, uh, to the people I can think of that are Scorpios, I've been like, um, wow, that that guy was so cool to talk to, or we had so much in common. With um, so, I don't know. I don't know. Um, that seems like a good place to finish, anyway. So, thank you very much for talking to me. Thank uh, you for having me. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk again um, and it, it's uh, a good, good luck with your, your channel t- t- tell us the name of your channel again before we
3: it's a nerd cave the English one and Polish one is uh, Grota Nerda
2: yeah and um, we'll, we'll try and put a link in, in the show notes as well for that thank you but, uh, okie dokie well we'll speak again soon Right. bye sure. bye for now bye bye Well, listeners, I hope you enjoyed that episode and thanks to both my guests and uh, hopefully there wasn't too much grumbling but uh, I think we we made some good points and I think we had some uh, good chats as well. Um, Right, well, we've got plenty of episodes in the can but uh, anyway, we do have to go now. We've got plenty of episodes in the can so we'll be back soon. You take care and uh, yes, thanks again to my guests and goodbye for now. Bye-bye.
0: Sorry, it's just a bit late. I was about to turn my phone off. Oh, I'm so sorry, darling. I was just listening to your most recent episode with that uh, lovely young gentleman from, from Poland.
2: Oh, Darth Grizzly.
0: Oh, I think that's what he's called, yes. Oh, um, just wanted to say I was looking at his YouTube channel, darling, and what a smart young gentleman. I particularly like the uh, bow ties. I showed August, and he said um, whenever um, he's in the UK, he would love to paint him, apparently. And I'd love to meet him, too. Well, I'll pass on your your message. He'll be very pleased. I know he's quite a fan of you, Bettina. Oh, yes. Well, (laughs) that's lovely to hear. Actually, he may not know. I don't think I was credited. But I did have a cameo in an early episode of one of the shows he was talking about. I'd have to tell him all about it. Oh, he'll love that. Yeah, definitely. Well, anyway, that's what I wanted to say. Pass on my best wishes, won't you, darling? I will. I won't keep you up. All right, nice to hear from you. So thank, thanks, thanks for letting me know. No problem at all, darling. One million kisses. One million and one kisses. Mwah. Good night. Good night, darling. I've got to go now! Bye, goodbye,
1: goodbye, goodbye, It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home
2: now. Wow.
0: Really? No kidding.
2: Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye.
0: This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at 548. Oh dear What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I
2: have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You
0: have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univarspods.net That is so
2: cringe, oh my god. You're a man of culture as well. <laughs> Who are you talking to, Paul? Oh, yes, Uncle John. I didn't know you were here. Oh, you thought I'd be out in the Magpie Hut, did you? Well, it's uh, it's too hot in there. Uh, I never thought I'd say that about September, but it's it's been blooming, blooming hot. I can't sleep in the Magpie Hut with all them magpies, so I'm keeping on your sofa. Uh, well, that that's fine. Who are you talking to? One of your podcasting friends. Oh, actually, it was Patina she's just heard the recent episode um, apparently um, she's been uh, watching his uh, YouTube channel and uh, um, liked his fashion sense and uh, as did August oh it's, it's very nice oh, oh, well I'm glad to hear it yeah a you' a comment about my fashion sense oh John. I think it's because she's so overwhelmed you know by just how awesome it is Awesome, did you say? Or awful. I would never say that about you, yet, Uncle John. Anyway, I um, uh, don't want to speak too loud because I don't want to wake up Toby. Oh, yes, of course, well, I forgot. Sorry, Paul, it's late, isn't it? It is late. It's, it's pretty late, yeah. Uh, anyway, I've got to remember to uh, let Darth Grizzly know. Um, is that his real name? Well, of course it's not his real name. Um, it's said like I could call him Matthew if I can't pronounce his name right, but uh, his middle name's Victor, and, and I think he prefers that, so... I don't know. Um, he's got lots of names. A bit like you, Paul. A bit like me. I think he's got more names than I have. Oh, dear Paul, you'd better think of another one. It's not a competition. Ah, oh, but is it? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'll have to have a word with him. We're both Scorpios, you see. We We talk about Scorpio things. Do you now, oh, well, I'm not a Scorpio. I'm sorry, I won't be able to join your conversation. Good night, itty uncle John. G- good night, Paul. Yeah, oh, I like the show too, by the way. Thank, Thanks, itty uncle John. Thank you. <laughs> good night. Don't sit on Dealey as if I would. I don't know. Dealey might sit on him. Oh, well, that's quite the pleasure. Night lessons.
3: Nice. Oh my god, there's nothing I like better is when another new episode of the Shy Life podcast comes out.
1: James Blaz, the way Paul Chanlay the Shy Eddie travels
0: around gives me a rash. <laughs> He's not all that shy, his life. 660
1: 160 160 160 160 This
3: is just the weirdest thing I've ever heard.
1: Well, howdy folks. Dust off them calendars, cause September 15th through the 17th, y'all gotta be at pride48.com. We're saddling up for our grand finale. Join us and explore the rich tapestry of our community with a heap of eclectic LGBTQ and LGBTQ-friendly podcasts from the full Pride 48 stable. This here's your last chance to be part of this Annie, Looking for more info? Well, just mosey on over to the Pride 48 website for all the juicy details. Don't forget now, September 15th to the 17th. Only at pride48.com.
3: Et voilà